You're in the cantina, where we're recording semi-lucid ramblings with enthusiasm and questionable blood alcohol levels. Do you remember the original American, America's Next Top Model episode, where Tyra Banks screams at one of the contestants at the top of her lungs? How dare you! I was rooting for you! We were all rooting for you! Yeah, take out that girl, and instead, insert the year 2021. I was rooting for you, 2021. We were all rooting for you. And I guess we still are. Now look, I am a confirmed atheist. But times like these make me wish I believed in some kind of higher power or God. So I would have someone to file a strongly worded, borderline hysterical complaint with. I'm not saying I'd like to speak to the manager, but I would like to know who wrote the current episode of Black Mirror Meets the Twilight Zone we all find ourselves currently living in. Now, if you follow Detox on the Rocks podcast on Instagram, you've seen our stories of throwback flicks. These are movies from the 90s and back, guaranteed to distract and delight. Kurt Russell has been in a lot of great movies. Captain Ron, Overboard, Escape from L.A., Stargate. Does that guy wear an eye patch or what? Now, movies aren't just an excuse to shovel popcorn in our mouths with complete abandon. I don't need an excuse for that. For two hours, what we can do over the course of a movie is discover hidden cities, catch a murderer, go back in time, solve mysteries, go on a shopping spree, and make the the dead-in-the-eyes saleswoman regret being a snob. Big mistake. Huge. They say life imitates art, and it's my opinion that sometimes art becomes so entrenched in part of the public consciousness, it spills out in all kinds of ways. For instance, segue alert, pour yourself a drink, and let's jump into it. Let's detox on the rocks. A statue of Lenin has been remade to look like Darth Vader. Now, Lenin, if you're not familiar with him, was the former premier of the Soviet Union. He was also the founder of the Russian Communist Party and leader of the Bolshevik Revolution in 1917. He was a communist. So, in 2015, the city Odessa in the Ukraine decided they were going to tear down the statue of Lenin when a local artist by the name of Alexander Milov proposed instead to alter the statue. What they did, or what he did I should say, was transform the statue of Lenin into Darth Vader. The body and coat are pretty similar, but the head now sports the iconic Vader helmet. Oh, and form is not above function here. Darth Vader also offers free Wi-Fi. Luke, I am your Wi-Fi provider. Sorry, I just couldn't resist. Here's another thing I just couldn't resist. And no, it's not a second cocktail. I never resist that one. Did you see Alien? I'm talking the original 1979 Ridley Scott movie. The Sigourney Weaver bad mm, Ripley 
I would like to take a moment to say I feel like they wrote female characters better in the, I guess, 1979s that they do now, before it was patronizing and beating us over the head. I think this is the perfect, at least cinematic, example of show, don't tell. Well, there are xenomorphs on the loose. One of the aliens from these iconic movies has been spotted on the side of a 12th century Scottish abbey. Usually associated with Gothic and medieval architecture, gargoyles, gargoyles have been used to divert water, kind of like an elaborate gutter system, from keeping water from ruining stone walls and eroding mortar on buildings. You'll even find them in some super swanky buildings now. They're also usually fashioned to ward off evil spirits. They're usually grotesque, although I think that's kind of in the eye of the beholder, and have gnarled faces. Now, they're usually ancient looking and follow that gargoyle type look. By the way, if you haven't seen the kind of ancient gargoyles cartoon, look it up right now on YouTube. Trust me on this one. They're usually ancient looking, I just said that, especially when on buildings from centuries ago. Now, this 12th century Paisley Abbey is protected from both water erosion and the evil eye. Well, actually, an evil eye wards off evil, I guess. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious, said Michael Scott. Now, this abbey was first built as a monastery in 1163, then became an abbey in 1245. This is where the 14th century Scottish King Robert II was born. It's also where Sir William Wallace, aka Braveheart, grew up. In the end, it's not a super mysterious story as to how this happened. However, the building was refurbished in 1990. Because let's be honest, it's my honest opinion that 1990 was kind of the pinnacle of human existence, but I digress. One of the stonemasons involved in the project, and I looked all over the internet but could not find the name of the specific stonemason who did this amazing thing. If anyone knows who this stonemason is, please drop our show a line. This amazing creative individual is responsible for giving us the xenomorph on the side of a 12th century Scottish abbey. And I just gotta say, I don't know who you are, but I like your style. It's time for What's in Your Glass. In the spirit of movies and classics, I was in the mood for a classic cocktail myself. Today, I'm sipping on a gimlet. Now, a gimlet kinda sounds like an old foggy drink, doesn't it? Well, it's surprisingly light, bright, and sexy. This refreshing drink is super simple and there's a ton of creative variations you can put on it. Now for this drink, we need excellent gin. Now this is the first martini we make on the show, so let's all do our best to not contain ourselves. And what is a martini? Well, they say the rule with martinis, and I for one agree, it's just like <clears throat> breaths. One is too few and three is too many. These drinks are strong and alcohol forward. 
I can't believe I haven't put one of these on the show before. <laughs> so what we need is excellent gin. With a martini, there's really nowhere to hide. We have to make sure the ingredients that we are using are really top shelf. Also, we want to make sure that we're using chilled stemware, glassware, the glass you're serving it in. And how do we do that? Super simple throw it in the freezer. It's going to give you that really beautiful frosted look and it's going to really maintain the integrity of your drink. Might sound strange to say, or maybe it's super obvious to everyone but me, but the temperature of your drink really does impact the taste of your overall drink. Think about if you're going to sit down with a bowl of soup on a freezing cold day. Is your tomato soup nice and steamy or is it cold? And don't get me wrong, I love a gazpacho, but that's not tomato soup. The heat really, really does change not only the taste, but the viscosity of the alcohol, because alcohol doesn't really freeze. So that being said, and I'm sure there's a scientific reason, but I'm, well, my second gimlet in, so we're not going to worry too much about that. (laughs) We have our ice cold gin. I like to keep mine in the freezer. Not my bar fridge, my freezer specifically. We have our fresh limes, and the non-negotiable here is simple syrup, which is a one-to-one ratio of water to sugar. That means, for instance, half a cup of sugar to half a cup of water, three cups of sugar to three cups of water. Do not stir in sugar on its own. I don't care what you read online, it's not going to work. Basically, it's just not going to dissolve. You're going to get no sugar at all. And then when you do get to it, it's going to be crunchy and sit at the bottom of your glass. Really invest. And by invest, I mean your time in making a simple syrup at home. I'm sure it's something you can buy as well, but really, you can do it yourself. And I'm not a big DIY girl, but this I can do. So what we want to do is take a cocktail shaker. Now, if you don't have one, just take a sturdy tall glass and fill it with ice. You want to add two ounces. Now, I personally in my house, one shot is 1.5 ounces. So you want a shot and a bit, but we're aiming for two ounces of gorgeous gin. Now, a gin I am currently crushing on is a stunning, vivid lilac. It's Empress 1908. Gin is usually clear, but this has color to it, and we love color around here. To this, we're adding 0.5 an ounce of that simple syrup, and that's about a third of a shot of a 1.5 ounce shot glass, and 0.75 ounces, so that's half a shot of a 1.5 shot glass. The fun part is what we're gonna be garnishing it with. So really, there's three ingredients, gin, simple syrup, and fresh lime juice. What you can add to it is lime, rosemary, basil, cucumber. Today, I'm doing basil because I was feeling herbaceous. (laughs) And what you wanna do is shake, 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 shake this martini like there's a spider on your back. Grab your frosted glass from the freezer. There is never to be an ice cube in a martini. In your martini glass, you have just the good stuff, no ice. 
If you're out somewhere and you get a martini and there is an ice cube in it, it's not a real martini. This is another non-negotiable. So you have your frozen martini glass and you have your beautiful concoction of gin, simple syrup, and fresh lime. Shake, 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 and pour. With this, you can garnish with the number of ingredients I just mentioned. You can also add this to your shaker or your tall glass with a small glass on top to infuse it or give it a little bit of flavor as well. If you have homemade infused simple syrup or infused gin, there are so many ways to make this your own. And this, to me, is where bartender really shines. It's your signature. It's your little, mmm, what is that? This classic cocktail, to me, is the same reason anything is classic. A classic is an outstanding example of a particular style. Something of lasting worth or with a timeless quality. Salut! This episode has been brought to you by The Upside of Being Broke Want to go back to nutritious whole basics? Nothing's cheaper than a basket of fresh, local vegetables. Want to exercise your brain? Books from the library are free. In need of entertainment? Call in saying you're taking a personal day to places you don't even work. Being broke is a shortage of cash. How I deal with it is my state of mind. Consider the upside of broke. Well, that's the end of my drink and the end of the show. I'll see you in the cantina next time. And remember, stomach acid is strong enough to dissolve stainless steel. We're all a lot tougher than we think we are. Salut! This has been a Catflap production. In association with Not For Sale Media.